recorded live in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Trivial Warfare. More than just a pub quiz, Trivial Warfare is your gateway to a worldwide trivia community. Join your hosts, Jonathan. Take these broken wings, it's Mr. Mister. Broken wings. Son of a beasting. Chris. I thought it was about a tree falling. I thought I was talking about a person going down. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Carmella. My vodka is telling me that no, they didn't. And the answer is yes, they were in 1854. You lied to me. Ben. Jonathan was literally, he was literally about to break things. He wasn't kidding. He was about to get it from his desk and destroy something valuable. (laughs) And the rest of the Trivial Warfare Army for another week of fun and games. Now here's your host, Jonathan Oaks. All right, welcome back to another episode of Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. My name is Jonathan, and I am here today with a dancing man named Chris. Hello, Chris. I am the dancing man. How are you doing today, Jonathan? Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Carmela is here with me. Hello, Carmela. Hello, everyone. Hello. We are joined today by two special guests. First up, we have a colonel, Mr. Rob Carter. Hello, Rob. Hi, guys. Welcome back, my friend. <laughs> and yeah, funny. Todd, I'm going to I'm gonna try your last name, dude. I'm going to try. Uh, we're here with Todd Gianaloni. Gianaloni? That's really close. Dang really it. close. It's Gianaloni. Woo-hoo! Yeah, like like Gentiloni, just that easy? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just uh, you said it pretty darn close. The A is what throws everybody off. Well, I was trying to sound Italian because it seemed like an Italian kind of name. Yeah, way back, I guess. It's like I, I am from the Gentiloni. Hey, uh, the does, old country, right? Does yeah. Todd have a rank, Jonathan? Uh, he does, and I think it's major, but I haven't looked since a couple of days ago, and my memory sucks. Man, terrible. Yeah. Well, hey. We have a special guest on, and he can't even say, figure that out. <laughs> Chris, why are you doing Yes. Hi, I am the bus driver. Beep, beep. Why are you throwing me under the bus? <laughs> because God. it's fun and educational and very rare that I get to do that. Oh, so. my God. Woo. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Todd, do you know what your rank is? It's major. I, I was right. Hey, I was right. You should have said it and let him corrected you. Uh, I would fire no, you, but then the franchise goes down the toilet. Why are you being mean to me, Chris? Because it's fun, and this is the end of an error. The end of an error. Before we get to that, uh, Rob, remind everybody where you're from, what you do. Uh, currently residing in Wilmington, North Carolina. I am a full-time IT technician and part-time trivia host for the past five years. And what's the name of the show, dude? Uh, Trivia with RJ. We do it. Uh, I got two nights now trying to pick up a third in, down in Wilmington, North Carolina. So we got plenty of bars. I'm on Facebook, Trivia with RJ. So guys ever on vacation at the beach, come see me and I'll annoy the living hell out of you. Special brand of trivia right there. That is speed quizzing. Yes. The boys in the UK will really appreciate you <laughs> plugging that. Hey, hey, Rob, what days do you do? Because I'm actually going to be going to North Carolina in a couple uh, in a couple months. So I may try to I see about do Sundays at a bar called Bill's Front Porch, and I do Tuesdays at a bar called Dig and Dive. Okay. And they are actually rival bars, so I'm kind of Switzerland. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Is it like Jets Double and the Sharks? Eight. Yes, it is. It is a rivalry down here, like bad. 
When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Uh, all right. So um, when there's a bar, you get out of the way. <laughs> what the hell was that? What did you give him this morning? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's excited. Because I don't even need my headphones. I can hear him just fine. Trust me. I keep adjusting his sound over here because I'm like, geez, he's like off. He's like off the charts. Well, you told me to t- talk into the microphone. You're doing great. Time. All right. You make me adjust to you. All right. In a good way. <laughs> okay. Wow. I was going to say, oh, can man. you adjust my underwear for me? No, thank you. Oh. Right. Mm. I, uh, oh, Carmella just left. I don't. I don't. Come back. <laughs> you broke her. Come back, broke. Shane. Come, come back. I, I, so this this is an apartment. I'm not in the house yet, and I don't have certain like luxuries that you find in houses that are fully furnished. Sure, so of course. I don't have the necessary tongs for that adjustment. That tong, 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 tong. <laughs> no, you, need, you need one of those like little uh, the, the dinosaur head things <laughs> yeah. that you can throw <laughs> from really far exactly. away. Yes, exactly. Oh, Mechanical claw where you just grab it exactly <laughs> and you just you just made me have a vision of chris a little chris in the claw machine at the arcade getting picked up by his underwear <laughs> look i told you we were not going to talk about that that was a sad Can we commission someone to life. animate that please <laughs> jonathan when you pick him up he goes oh boy dustin dustin no. i need dustin, an image of this dustin. dustin do not listen uh, to him i need an image of chris being dangled by his underwear in wedgie dustin, fashion by a claw machine <laughs> Please do not listen to him, Dustin. I I know that I gave you a basketball question. And it has a little. It has a little circle word saying "Oh boy" coming out of it. (laughs) This is amazing. Please introduce Todd. Okay, (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry, Todd. I'm calming down now. All right, Todd. Tell us, my friend, where are you from, and what do you do? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. uh, Originally from Texas, and I'm a marine engineer. So. Okay, now is that an engineer who is one of the Marines, or is that an engineer who works on watercraft? An engineer that works on ships. Yep. Okay. So. Very cool. So, uh, so what kind of stuff? I, I don't know much about marine engineering. What kind of stuff does that? What does that mean? So I'm an engineer on ships, actually. So um, I get assigned to a vessel, and I'm there for several months, and then I get off for several months. You know, uh, so theoretically, I guess you can say I'm in the merchant marine. I got so, you. I don't know if you're familiar with the term or not. A I lot am. Of people aren't. So uh, when stuff when stuff breaks, you fix it. That's kind of yes. that's kind of what I'm getting from that. That's kind of outstanding. Oh, yeah. That is pretty cool. That's a yeah. nice skill set I, to have. I wish I could have that skill set. Mm. Usually, when something breaks, it's because I did it. <laughs> when something breaks, I did it. Yep. That's that's At not a good you slogan. Can admit it, you know, it's the worst when people break stuff and no, no, it was like that when I found it. Well, never never seen no. this before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That's just that's been like that. <laughs> now, Todd, it was uh it was funny. Um you're you're married to Katie, I think. Is this true? Yes, yes. Katie's my wife and I believe interesting thought was when she signed up uh for us to be a major it was meant for me to be a christmas gift right yeah and uh, i teased her back because when we heard the episode when you announced uh the major position it was uh my wife's name and it was supposed to be a gift for me so i teased her (laughs) relentlessly about it (laughs) you know what you know what though she never corrected it she never came in and changed it at all (laughs) No, no, no. So I said, you always got to outrank me, right? Is that true? <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, guys, today, Chris alluded to it. Today is the end of an era. 
I just purchased a house. Woohoo! And that house is going to have a room that we dedicate to have as a studio, which means this is literally the last time we will record an episode of Trivial Warfare in the living room of this apartment. That is 174 episodes plus bonuses. Wow. In oh, this wow. space. Yeah. That's crazy. So the next time we record, we'll be in a soon-to-be studio. Yes. Yeah. So I've got to get the tables. I still haven't bought the stuff yet, and I'm going to upgrade. I'm obviously upgrading this piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about a soundboard, not us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to hear new Chris and Carmela soon. <laughs> nice knowing you. I appreciate everything, and goodbye. New Chris and new Carmela. <laughs> yes. Oh. No, so... So anyway, this is uh, this is pretty cool. So we're going to have a lot of fun today. I'm going to take that light fixture as a uh, memento, okay? No. No. <laughs> okay. How about how about you take Patty as a memento? <laughs> yeah, if you can find her. <laughs> <laughs> well, after we move everything out, it's going to be apparent where she hides. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the place with all the white fur caked up. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go ahead and get this show started. Chris. Yes, sir. I believe that you uh, volunteered. Yes. To warm us up today. Man, my yes, my game. I'm actually going to be hosting it this time. That's fantastic. I think it's awesome. You finally joined us. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was in the last episode. People literally on their reviews, on when they write their reviews now, they say things like, and I really love Jonathan and Ben and Carmella. Oh, yeah. And it's a shame Chris isn't on so much anymore. <laughs> they say this in their reviews, Chris. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's time to warm it up. Trivial warfare today, and there's only one person who can warm it up for the TWA, and that's Chris, and sometimes Jonathan. So this warm it up Chris question comes from uh, Rick uh, Smolky. So and thank you, Rick, for thanks, doing Rick. a thanks for doing a pronunciation of your name on here. I really appreciate that. So Rick. Uh, says, my name's Rick, and I'm from the great, currently warm state of Minnesota. I discovered the show about two months ago and have been cruising through the backlog of episodes, and I'm currently on 108. TW has been a great find because I have an eight-month-old baby, God bless you, and getting out to pub trivia has been tougher and tougher. With you guys, thankfully, I get my fix. Fabulous. So, And then he said a lot of other nice stuff on here. I appreciate it. I'll share it with Jonathan um, after the episode so that he knows about it because he's he doesn't use iTunes, so he wanted this to count as a review. And he said Team Chris, so that's why I absolutely wanted to do that. because Team are, Chris? I know. It's been a little while for one of those. All right. So here it is. He said, I have an idea for warming up Chris' question, if you're interested, and I am. He said, humans with animal names. So what he's giving you is he's giving you a clue to a person that has an animal uh, has an animal name in their name. Okay. All right? In their name or as their name? Contained within. Exactly. Like, so if my name is Jonathan right. and Nat, a Nat... If you spelled N-A-T, which is not the right spelling, but you know what I mean. Uh, is that what you mean? Or is the whole adding name? adding a G into your name. How about I, I'll give you an example. Okay. All right. Uh, this was one I was not going to use because I thought it was too hard. But uh, it says, actor who played a fictional POW of Stalag 13 amongst a group of heroes. Nobody's going to know that. Something to do with a Great Escape movie. No, well, actually, it's Bob Crane. It was Hogan's Heroes. Okay. So Crane oh. is the full name. Yeah, Crane was in the name. That's okay. correct. Okay. All right. So okay. that's easy enough. Yep. 
All right, so uh, Rob, I'm going to start with you. Give him a hard one because it's easy. The easy enough. one. The easy one. All right, Rob, you get the 58th Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Newt. So it'd be Newt. Newt Gingrich. Oh. Newt Gingrich is correct. Well wow. done. That was that was good, Rob. An insult to Newts <laughs> everywhere. All right, Todd. Newt. Uh, a recent two-time American League MVP. I got nothing. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan, would you like to steal it? That's going to be Mike Trout. Mike Trout is mm. correct. Yeah. Carmel- Best player in baseball no one here knows of. <laughs> Carmelo. Yes. Played Olivia on the Cosby Show before getting her own show on the Disney Channel. Raven Simone. Raven Simone is correct. All right. So, Jonathan, 38th First Lady of the United States. Lady Bird Johnson. Lady Bird Johnson is correct. All right, Rob. You yes. get a difficult one here. This might be the oh, hardest good. putt. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, this is an actress that appeared in Independence Day, Kill Bill, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. I know. I know. Uh, you, <laughs> hang on, Carmela. I know you're excited. <laughs> oh, I know, too. I know. <laughs> Come on, Rob. What's taking so long? Independence Day. Well, Lucy Liu was in that. Uh, I Actress. Yes. Actress, yes. Can I give him a hint? Yes, you can. Give yes, it this is a warm it up. Think for us. about Jimi Hendrix songs. Burn her down, down, down. I got. I don't know. Foxy lady, here I come, Fox. baby. Cor- say what? Yeah, I know what it is. All now. right, Vivica A. Fox is Fox, the answer. Yeah. All right, so Todd, you get the first skater, not ice skater, but actual like skater, like skater boy, like skater die. Yep. To land a 900, a trick involving the completion of a two and a half mid air revolutions. I know. Thank you, know. you. That's that's Tony Hawk, right? Tony Hawk is correct. All right. Rob's got his hands up. Like it was me. It was, I did it. Carmella. You skipped Jonathan. No, I no, thought he's done no, a weird thing. No, he, I, He's making a figure eight. Well, it's because there's a couple of them that I want to give Jonathan, and it just matched up that way. So he couldn't just could do that in his head. He had to actually physically rearrange us. Fine, I can make it, Jonathan. No, that's no, all right. Stop. <laughs> all right. So, Carmella, yes. famous rapper that sits courtside at Raptors games. <laughs> uh, do they mean the dragon of Drake? Drake is correct. <laughs> Not a real animal, but okay. He's a, he's a mythical animal. <laughs> Jonathan. Yo. Hall of Fame three-time American League MVP. Uh, I'm going to guess Jimmy Fox. That I don't know if he was the three-time, but that is incorrect. You want to give one more go at it? Um, hey, boo-boo buddy. Oh, oh nice. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra is correct. Oh. <laughs> So Jimmy Fox probably a wrong answer. He probably was, um, was National he, League. Was he? I thought he was National League. Yeah, I, I don't know which but... league he was in. Okay, but I, I he was in A League. I went with the first. I went with the first animal I could think of. Let's be honest. There you go. And Yogi Bear up. Yeah, we're stretching the has a it's animal a in his name. All right, Rob, fictional lawyer who talked down a mob. Talked down a mob. I don't I'm know. Not aware of McBeal as an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was not. A Dent's not an animal, I think. So, fictional. I'm gonna say, just, I'll just guess with Harvey Dent. But I know I'm wrong. Nope, that is incorrect. Anybody else? I don't know. All right. Well, there was a in the book. There was a bird in the title. A mockingbird. Kill a mockingbird. Yep. Atticus no. Finch. Oh, a mob Finch. like a mob with pitchforks and yes. torches. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we were I, all, I, thought, I thought crime mob. I was thinking oh, gangsters. Okay. So, Todd, you get CNN has selected this person to anchor their coverage of all U.S. presidential elections since 2004. You got it, Todd. Come on, man. CNN anchor. Todd, 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 Todd. He also had a really bad Jeopardy run. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So no, good, Rob. It's, it's not coming to me. I don't oh. watch CNN. What is it, Rob? Wolf Blitzer. I think Rob said Wolf Blitzer, and that is absolutely correct. Yes. All right. Carmela. Yes. U.S. explorer who crossed the Rocky Mountains into what is now southern Colorado while on his second expedition exploring the new Louisiana Purchase. This is a hard one. <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> Coyote Joe Jackson. <laughs> I want my nickname to be Coyote Joe Jackson. We can make that happen, Coyote Joe. <laughs> that is incorrect. Anybody else have a guess? You know, I was thinking so Lewis and Clark. We have Meriwether Lewis. What was Clark's first name? It's not that, but. Okay. <laughs> the answer is Zebulon Pike. Oh! Yes, Pike's Peak is named yeah, after yes. him. I've asked a question uh, about that. Right, that makes yeah. sense. All right, so Jonathan. Yeah, and Pike is a fish, by the way. Okay, yes, I knew <laughs> that part. Uh, Jonathan, famous pop singer of the Brothers Gibb. Uh, okay, well, you mean the Bee Gees? Is yes. That, is that what you're looking for? Yep, the or singer. Do you no, want the name? Uh, the singer in the Bee Gees. We have Barry Gibb. He was the singer. Oh, Barry Gibb. I got you. Ha, no, ha, it's ha. not Barry Gibb. Well, he has Bear in his name. That's a right answer. All right. Well, that's That's a right answer. And Barry was the singer. All right. The answer is Robin Gibb. Uh, He was not the singer. He was the They were all three were the singers. He was the backup guy. Oh, dear Lord. They all three were the singers. Listen here, Technically, it was Andy Gibb that was the main singer. No, Andy was the little brother. Andy wasn't even in the Bee Gees. He was the little brother who did a solo career. Anyway, I'm not listening to you. You don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not listening to you anymore. Rob. Mm. Famous singer-songwriter who changed his name to Yusuf Islam. Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens is correct. Rob's on fire this morning. He really is. He's warmed up. Todd, American Idol judge will have you dancing, quote, all night long. And now Jonathan and Carmella are, da- are dancing. I didn't know I didn't know he was an American Idol judge. On the, yeah. on the new one. In the oh. new season on ABC. There's a hint. All night long. All night. All night. Oh, not long. He's one of the Commodores. You, you guys can yell it out. Huh? Oh, <laughs> he got a lot of money no. now. He had a play world in the eighties. He has a semi- well, technically not, but he he's Nicole semi- Richie's dad. Yeah, <laughs> it is Lionel Richie. Lion Richie. That is correct. Yeah, Lionel Playworld was a big on trains in the eighties at a toy store. Not related to Lionel Richie though. Okay, so Carmela. Fictional one-eyed lawman who has been portrayed by both John Wayne and Jeff Bridges. Oh, I think Rob wanted this question. No, I know. I I, I know parts of it. Ah, uh, I know what the movie yeah. is. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I is Wyatt or Earp an animal? <laughs> no, no. So this is from True Grit. True Grit. Yes. That's correct. I don't know his character's name. Anybody know his character's name? It's yeah. going to be something. Uh, as soon as I hear it, I know it's All on the tip right. of my tongue. All right. Rooster, the name is Rooster, yep. Rooster Cogburn. Rooster Cogburn. Nice Good job, Todd. Todd. <laughs> All right. And now for the last one, Jonathan, you get another baseball one. Jeez, there's one, so many baseball players. 
Well, there's so many baseball nicknames. Won the 1974 Cy Young Award and elected into the Hall of Fame in 1987 after a career with the Yankees and Athletics. I, As soon as you said 74 Cy Young Award, my mind went to Goose Gossage. And you would be incorrect. Good God almighty. Catfish Hunter. Catfish. See, good, Goose Gossage is a perfectly good answer for a 70s pitcher with an animal name. I thought he was in late 70s, early 80s, because I Don't remember him in the mid argue with me over when he played. His name was Goose. <laughs> We're looking for animals. Oh my I gave you Goose. Oh, my God. Seriously, <sighs> you're complaining? No, I'm not. Catfish Hunter is a perfectly good answer. All right. Anyway, but that, my friends, is your warming up Chris question of the episode. Rick, thank you very much. That was a great question. That was a great question. Well done, Rick. You could have had just people with the name Fox as a warming up Chris question. That's true. Fox Mulder. Foxy Brown. Or the the nickname Buck, apparently, because Buck Henry, Buck Owens, Joe Buck. Yes. His his dad. Uncle Buck. Oh, yes. (laughs) The famous of all Bucks, Uncle Buck. The best Buck. All right, let's pass the buck and get rolling here. All right, guys. So today's game, it's going to be Carmella and Chris teaming up against Rob and Todd. Now, Rob and Todd, I have to be honest with you. I expected you to have a third team member. Oh, but they flaked out on me at the last minute. Ouch. That's, that's, they didn't really Don't flake. Say flake. Yeah, they didn't that's flake mean. out. But so their so, plans got canceled. Damn it, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) You can say it about Ben. (laughs) One day late in the week, they're like, yes, I want it. I'm in. And I say, okay, you're in. And then the next day, they're like, and we just had a work function scheduled for 1230 today. It's like, damn it. So if per chance these guys slaughter you, I apologize in advance. (laughs) Wow. See how Jonathan's throwing this out there. But if you slaughter us. Not just that, but it's impressive as heck. Wow. Which you probably will. I mean, let's be honest. That's yeah, but I'm serious. For My reals. goal is for them to beat you. Do you not realize I'm on Carmelo's team? So, of course, we're going to lose. You're a wonderful <laughs> player, Chris, and you're handsome. Why are you talking down wow. to yourself? Well, it's because I, uh, before we started recording, I misspelled or missaid somebody's name. So Aww. I said Tara instead of Tara, and then she just made a message. Like, one day, <laughs> she said, one day Chris will say my name right. And I'm just like, no, I, I had a 50, I had a 50, 50 shot and I chose the wrong 50. Wow. I don't get any compliments. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Don't worry, you'll, she'll hear them in the reviews in a few minutes. <laughs> know, right? Start the game, sir. All right, here we go. Let's get going. So, oh, hold on to your underwear, because I'm hosting. ruh <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of underwear talk no, today. I, I'm I'm starting to become a, I know I started it at first, but I'm really I'm uncomfortable with right. it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that counts. That totally counts. Play us. Oh, yeah. Y'all know what time it is. This is Mr. Literature himself, cordially inviting you to the game. This is six rounds of trivia goodness. Three questions per round. Every right answer gets you 10 points. In the middle, we'll take a pause for the cause and ask a midpoint question worth up to 20 juicy points. After round six, you can wager any or all those points you've been building up and take a shot at the final round. It's a series of theme-based questions we call The Gauntlet. It's just that easy, baby. But this game ain't gonna play itself, players. Let's get it on. All right, question one. Round one, question one. Car- Carmella inspired me, guys. 
Really? Oh, yes. With what I just did? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if Carmella can have creative category names, (laughs) then by God, I can have creative category names. You started a trend. So. Actually, Ben started that trend. (laughs) Category number one is, but you ruined it. Category number one is, but you ruined it. Oh, it's about me. All right, here we go. What brand name? is now synonymous with changes to items or characters in video games to make them less powerful. Locked in. All wow. right. So Chris and Carmella are locked in. No, Todd. Carmella is locked in. I was just like, really? Todd and Rob, you guys can talk. Todd, you know, yeah, I, I know this one pretty well. Great, great. I'll go with you then. <laughs> <laughs> me, <laughs> me and my wife fight each other with these things all the time with some Nerf guns. So you when a character becomes overpowered or, you know, you gets too many people start playing with the character. The character gets nerfed. All right. So nerf is your answer, Carmela and Chris. Uh, in my opinion, Ike in Smash Brothers is definitely OP, and he needs to be nerfed. Nerfed. Mm. I, I wish <laughs> Superman would be nerfed if this is the correct answer, because he has way too many powers. Actually, he has the basic set of superhero powers. He like, has like everything. All of them. All of <laughs> yes. them, yes. Everybody else Injustice gets one. not so much. He is no. Everybody no. else gets one. He gets all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, the correct answer is... Nerf. Nice Good job, job guys. Job, You're a nerf herder. Great start. Yes, I am. You I'm a scruffy looking nerf herder. I should have wore the shirt today. I almost did, as a matter of fact. Fun fact I started writing that question with scruffy looking nerf herder in mind and changed it halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Question two Your category is science. 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 But actually, medicine. Oh. Oh. But actually, geography. <laughs> uh, also known as herpes zoster. Whoa. What painful condition is caused by the same virus responsible for chickenpox? Locked in. Chris and Carmela are locked in. Todd and Rob, you guys can talk. If it's if it's painful, it's with the nervous system. So I guess it's, it'd be shingles. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because you still get what the same spots similar to chickenpox, correct? Well, they they go inside and they affect more of your nervous system when you get older. Yeah. Okay. And so you want to go with that? Yeah, yeah. All right, shingles. All right. Then. I actually had this condition about ten years ago. It is shingles. <sighs> Correct answer is shingles. Man. Good job, and I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. How bad was it? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It was just on my uh, right hip, but I still have a scar there. It'll it'll match the chickenpox scar I have on my right eye. All right, so question number three. Your category is give me a beat. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it going, Chris. All right. No, let's not. (laughs) I was going to try and freestyle this question. I was going to freestyle the question, but now I'm not. Thanks, Carmelo. You're welcome. What rapper, born Earl Simmons, released his first major label album, Get At Me, Dog, in 1998, and has had success on the silver screen as well, appearing in movies like Romeo Must Die and Exit Wounds. We're locked in. All right. Uh, Todd and Rob. Do you know it? I know it. Let me go yet. Exit <laughs> Wounds. That was with what? What was his name? Jetly? Yeah. Yeah. It would be the Russell. leader of the Rough Riders himself, DMX. 
So you're locking with DMX? I'm locking in with DMX. All right, Carmela and Chris. All right, actually, again, Carmela had it. I I was thinking Romeo Must Die, and I think Little Bow Wow was in it, but she was like, no, I'm, I know that's not it, and so she went with... Tonight is the night that we ride. It's DMX. What's my name? <laughs> Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. <laughs> it is heel? DMX. Good job. Nice. All right. At the end of the first round, scores are 30 to 30. All right. All right. Here we go. Round two, question one. Category is, but did you die? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> this question comes to us from Regina Setkowski. Thank you, Regina. Regina asks, going from 0 to 128 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds, the Kingda Ka shoots straight up 45 stories into the air and lays claim to the titles of tallest roller coaster in the world and fastest in North America. In what amusement park will you find this monster? What's the name of the roller coaster again, please? It is the Kingda Ka, K-I-N-G-D-A-K-A. It goes 0 to 128 in 3.5 seconds and launches you straight up 45 stories. This thing is insane. Do they want the city that the amusement park is in? No, just the name of the amusement park. So, okay. Uh, it, it, you have to be specific as to the name, though. It can't just be like a family of parks. You have to name the specific one. For example, you can't just tell me Walt Disney World. You have to say Magic Kingdom or Epcot, mm. if that was the case. Mm. We're locked in. All right, Dad, what did you have in your brain? For some reason, I thought Six Flags New Jersey. That or somewhere in Ohio. I know there's supposed to be a big amusement park in Ohio that's got the best rides. Yeah, he wanted a specific location, which makes me take out places like Kings Dominion, Bush Gardens and stuff like that. I know it's I know it's not New England. Let me let me make sure that that we're clear on the question, because you're going based on the clarification I gave. I'm not looking for the location. I'm looking for the name of the park. Right. Okay. It was King's Dominion, and my wife's going to kill me because she's from Virginia. And I don't think it's like Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, or anything. I guess I'm totally off with that. No, that's a good guess. Because I would have gone, I would have either gone Six Flags over Texas. Was it like Comedy Park? Is another one out over in like Ohio or Michigan or something? Yeah, that's that's one, but I just don't know its name though. Yeah. You know? I like the Bush Gardens over Williamsburg, though, because I know Bush Gardens pushes the envelope a little bit now. Yeah, let's go with that one. Yeah, uh, Bush Gardens, you know, Williamsburg. Okay. And uh, Carmela and Chris? We didn't know. We said Cedar Point. Cedar Point. But we had a similar question. It's just like, okay, if it is Bush Gardens or if it is Six Flags, which one could it be? And without actual knowledge, we just went with one of the best amusement parks in the world, which is Cedar Point. Absolutely. Uh, the correct answer is in New Jersey. It is a Six Flags park. It is called Six Flags Great Adventure. Oh, man. Six Flags Great, Great Adventure. I, I, talked in you New out of, I talked you out of your the guest. Well, I, I, well, I didn't know the, I didn't know the name of the park, you know? I yeah. just said New Jersey. Would you have taken it to Jersey, Jonathan? I probably wouldn't because I was pretty specific in yeah. what I was yeah. asking for. I uh, <laughs> My first roller coaster was uh, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Nice. Yes. The Big Bad Wolf Ooh. was the first one I ever rode. I'm not mm-hmm. afraid of that. No. So this thing literally, I mean, they most roller coasters go fast. They slowly climb a thing and then go fast on the way down. 
This thing has to get you 45 stories in the air, 450 plus feet in the air. They literally rocket you up. You're going 128 miles an hour up. Apollo's chariot is kind of like that too. It's it's crazy. What they use is like the um, the launch mechanisms they use in um, aircraft carriers. Oh my gosh! Wow. And, uh, either either it's that or they use a uh, special magnetized propulsion that just shoots you. Yeah, yeah, like bullet trains. Possibly can. Man, that's cool. All right, everybody got their first miss on that one, but we're moving to question two. Whose country tis of thee? <laughs> you had fun with these category names, didn't you? I worked hard on them, brother. All right. With former winners like Michael Bloomberg and Natalie Portman, which country created the Genesis Prize of one million U.S. dollars to be given each year to people of a given nationality who have attained recognition and excellence in their field? We're locked in. All right, Chris and Carmela are locked in. Rob, you know it. I I got the guess of Israel. I'm gonna go with that because all I got in my head is. Ah! I can't mock I can't <laughs> thing about me. The Sorry, Genesis Prize. Uh, yeah, go with, yeah, I go with Israel. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, lock in with Israel. Okay. Chris and Carmela. Okay. Natalie Portman a couple of weeks ago actually announced that she's not accepting this award because of all the uh, strife going on with the Palestinian state. And so the answer is Israel. To be a little more specific, she's accepting the award. I think she's, she's just, just not, not going, going okay, to the award my, show. I'm sorry. I, that's that's what okay. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. take it, but yeah, but she's and taking the money. the money and giving it to charities right. that she supports. Um, but the show was scheduled to have uh, Netanyahu do a speech on the right. award, and she yeah. didn't want to support him. Uh, the correct answer is Israel. All Good right. job. Everybody's back on the board. I mean, to be fair, we never left the board. We still had points. That's true. Uh, no, you you dropped off of my board. Boo. My board is my board. You can't tell me what's mm. on there. No, that board will just fail us in a few minutes. <laughs> that, that board, everybody's off of that board. You drop off of that board all the time. <laughs> uh, number three, question three, round two. Fight. That sounded like uh, William Shatner. Question three, round two. Weren't you on TV? Speaking of William Shatner. Uh-huh. What MTV news anchor who interviewed both Hillary Clinton and Yasser Arafat was the face of the network's choose or lose campaign in the early 90s? We're locked in. All right. Rob and Todd. I have, like a comedian, right? I have two guesses if it's MTV News. One moved over to ESPN ABC. One I have not seen anything of in forever. I know one's named Chris, one's named Kurt. Who is the guy that did the TRL show? No, it's not Carson Daly. It's not Carson Daly, okay? No. That was the only thing. That or Pauly Shore. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not Pauly Shore, right? That <laughs> interview would be amazing. News? News with the weasel? The weasel here with Yasir Fett. No, no. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I remember him from the Goofy movie. He was oh. so bad. No, Goofy movie was great. You'd be quiet. Did he play a weasel in the Goofy movie? He no, he played, played a Max's dog. Best friend. He really should have been a weasel. But that he had, a, he had an infatuation with Cheese Whiz. What's a moozy? <laughs> Shut up. Shut yes, exactly. <laughs> Who moved? Who's on ESPN now? He does a lot of the uh, ESPN Thirty for Thirties. Um, Chris, not Collinsworth. That's the NFL. And I could picture his face too. That's a, the messed up part about it. That's either Chris or Kurt. I know you need the last name for it. So that's correct. Not Kirk Douglas, not Kirk Cobain. 
All I got's Kurt or Chris, and I would go with Kurt, and I don't know Kurt's last name. Yeah, I, I got nothing. So I'm just, we'll guess with Kurt Kennedy. Okay. Carmella and Chris. All right. I think the person you're thinking of was Chris Connolly that does the ESPN stuff and everything like that. The answer we gave, um, because, and I was a little shaky on the last name. I'm hoping that this is right, is uh, Kurt Sutter. Okay. There were two people that were really logical choices for this question, especially at the time. Because Choose or Lose was 1990, 1991, coming up to the Clinton-Bush election. Right. And the two faces of MTV News at that time were uh, Kurt Loder. Loder. Yep. And the correct answer. It's the woman. Which is Tabitha Soren. Tabitha Soren. I remember her. Yep. Yes. I went. I went. I went. Kurt Sutter's a baseball player, isn't he? I don't know who Kurt Sutter is. But Tabitha Soren, very interestingly enough. I had I had no idea. I was reading up on her career since MTV. Uh, did you know that she got married to um, Moneyball author Michael Lewis in oh. 1997? No, oh, they've been married for 21 years. Well, plus she really hasn't been heard of, and oh, she does all kinds of stuff behind the, the scenes. scenes. Oh, okay, she's uh, like a producer and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I used to like her a lot. Yeah, I can see the haircut. Yep. Split down the middle. Yeah, and she was really good. I I really thought it was Kurt that did the interview though, because I. Rem- I, re- I thought I remembered the interview, so. Yep, it was yeah. not. Loader. All right, at the end of the second round, you didn't do quite as good as you did in the first. Scores are 40 to 40. Round three, question one. Category is, that's music to my ears. What? <laughs> what musical with music and lyrics by Sarah Bareilles? Currently features American Idol alum Catherine McPhee in the lead role of Jenna Hunterson. We're locked in. They locked Whoa. in pretty fast. Wow. I really want to see this musical, too. Uh, okay, something current. <laughs> I think the only one I can think of is Mean Girls, and that's just because SNL did a joke about it a few episodes ago. There's a Mean Girls musical? Yeah, I think so. All you. I, it was on SNL. I don't even know. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll lock you with Mean Girls. All right. Carmel and Chris, you guys locked in uber fast. Yeah. Um, it was originally based on a movie um, that featured uh, Nathan Fillion and Carrie, Carrie Russell, Russell. And it'll be in the Times Union Center uh, this coming season. And it is Waitress. Correct answer is Waitress. Good job. Sorry. Uh, if it's not Rent, I don't know it. <laughs> Waco and I are going to go see it. Very cool. I'm a fan of Sarah Bareilles. I, d- so. I didn't know it was coming, so that's cool. Round three, question two. Category is, this ain't no participation trophy. So it's not a Confederate monument? Oh. oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Burn! <laughs> this one is also from Regina Satkowski. Thank you, uh, Regina. She sent in some really good questions. With a recent win in 2017, who became the first African American to win an Oscar, Tony, and Emmy award, each in an acting category? All right. Yeah. 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 I'm in. We're locked in. Yeah. Chris is building up his faith in the no, answer as no. you lock it in. No, it's not building up. It's just like it was just it was a good answer. It's perfect. Okay. I she, and I think she's right. So yeah, locked in. Uh, Robin Todd, acting Oscar, Tony, and Emmy. So they have the toe. Yeah, they don't have the <laughs> e 
All right. Who best supportings and best lead actors in 2017? What were the big movies in 2016 that will lead to 2017 awards? I can't even think of best picture in 2016 at the moment. 2017. It's not Donald Glover. He got it for Atlanta, but he got up that for producing. James Earl Jones. No, no. Wasn't he on Broadway recently in the past few years? Didn't they do Driving Miss Daisy or something like that? It, it could, it could be something like that because I'm, I'm assuming what, what, what award did he win in 2017, this person? Did he win the, the Tony, the Oscar, or the Emmy? That's a, that's a great name to put out there. Just because the Tony, maybe. I thought he was doing Driving Miss Daisy or something. I don't know why that, that rings in my mind. But I don't think he ever won an Oscar, did he? I feel like he did. Because I can see his face at the at a podium with an Oscar in his hand. Hey, and he's saying, "Totes my goats." <laughs> he's saying, "Remember who you are." Oh, Mufasa! Oh, say it again, Mufasa! What Mufasa? Oh. Could he? Could the Emmy have been won in 2017? And Cuba Gooding Jr. got it for his uh, acting in the O.J. Simpson documentary. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm reaching. Wait, I'm reaching to a lot of places wait, I shouldn't go. Is he done Broadway yet? That's the only. Oh, I'm sure I he did see. that in between Jerry Maguire and and this. I I would take that over um, James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what. That's the best I got. So. If it's you yeah. flip a coin, or if you like it, go with it. I like that. All right, let's go, Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. All right, Robin Todd are going with noted actor Cuba Gooding Jr. I'll I'll say this: Carmela came up with this really fast. There was not much thinking involved for her. She kind of zeroed in on it fast, and I was just like, I love this answer. So, all right, I've I've done some additional research on this person. But also, I was a guest on Beat My Guest last year, about this time in the summer. And uh, there was a similar question asked about Oscar winners, Emmy winners, and uh, Tony winners. She won a Tony for Fences, an Oscar for Fences, and an Emmy for How to Get Away with Murder. I said Viola Davis. I went male. I said actor. Uh, I did not say actor. I said... uh, to win an Oscar, Tony, and Emmy award in each acting in an acting category, the correct answer is Viola Davis. <laughs> she earned this uh, Best Supporting I Actress am. in Ugh. Fences in 2017. Well done, Carmela and Chris. Get the points. Rob just I shot a Nerf it. gun at himself. It was very entertaining. <laughs> I was very careful with my wording on that question. Yeah, that's just me not hearing things good. <laughs> That's my job, Rob. Lay off my shtick. All right, round three, question three. Your category is Victoria's Secret. <laughs> oh, my. What three-word phrase seen most commonly at Saint, around St. Patrick's Day is most often translated as Ireland forever? Why are you looking at me, Carmilla? Because I have no idea what you just said. What three-word phrase, seen most commonly around St. Patrick's Day, is most often translated as Ireland forever? So it's not drink more beer. Okay. <laughs> We're locked in. Okay, Rob and Todd. Todd, you know any Gaelic? 
None whatsoever. <laughs> None. <laughs> With my last name, no, no uh, Irish background. <laughs> I, got, I got absolutely nothing on this one. We got over this round. If you miss this, yes. Nope, I, I can't come up with anything. I, I'm digging so deep in this hollow skull of mine, and I can't come up with anything. I'm trying to go through all of Boondock Saints in my head, and like, eh, no, don't see it. <laughs> Shepherds, we shall be. <laughs> if you can't think of anything, you should just do the uh, there was a no fire fight. No one possibly no, you should. You I was should like, is this bird deciding? No, that's no, that's Latin. No, no, you should do a, a Willem Dafoe impression of saying there was a firefight. <laughs> <laughs> there was a firefight. <laughs> okay, now I need to see this movie. What? Boondock Saints? I'm not an uber violent fan unless Quentin Tarantino directs it. So just that's I kind of d- didn't like over the top uber violent. It's if you don't like cursing. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it either, dude. I got no clue. I got none. So, how do you say cheers in Gaelic? What is that? Slancha or slanch? Yeah. That's the only uh, No clue. Slancha dire. Yeah. Locked in with a bad answer. Okay. Uh, Chris and Carmella. All right. Uh, we didn't know. <laughs> well, I th- I think we got a good. I, no, I think we got. I think we got it though, because this was actually a question in trivia a couple months ago, and I'm not sure if you were with me or not with that question, and that's how you got the question. Or, oh, it might be. Or that was a while or what, back. But you got the answer right, and I was just trying to remember, and I remember writing it in my. Uh, I have uh, uh, Jeffrey Seguritan is. Uh, his wonderful books motivated started, you. Yes, it motivated me to write a, uh, to have my own trivia book of things I don't know, and I think I wrote it in there. But it was like escaping me, and then uh, then Carmela. I almost called you Angie, so my apologies. Uh, my apologies <laughs> for wow. I don't look like Angie. That's true. The hair, nor do you guys snuggle yeah. at all. So that's, that's true weird. too. Ooh. Anyway, but Ooh. Carmela was. I, I asked Carmela, "Was do you know any Irish terms?" And she said, "Aaron." And then earlier she said. What does Victoria's Secret have to do with it? And that's when it hit me, Aaron O'Bra. And I think I'm saying it right, but our locked-in answer is Aaron O'Bra. Okay. The Victoria's Secret category name with the question mark was definitely a clue. Mm. And I'm going to have to figure out whether or not I give Chris the points. The correct answer is Aaron Gobra. Oh, man. And if you're Irish and you want me to pronounce it correctly, I'm sorry in advance. Don't at me. But it's a E-R-I-N... Go and then B R A G H. You said Aaron Obra. Yeah, I did not write the G in there at all. Well, so. no, obviously. Come on. No. Come on. Carmelli Biash. You can get Papa House. Come on. So I'm already down twenty. I, you know, honestly, end of an era. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do something that no quiz master should ever do. Oh, you're going to get okay? half points. Uh, my, my instinct, honestly, would be to be lenient here. But based on the matchup, I think I'm going to say that it doesn't count. Curious. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I think that this Mom's is a... Mom's telling fi- me no. It's a 50-50 call. I'm going to go with the one that leads to more entertainment for me. I would be very honest with you. I wouldn't give it to us. No, because honestly, that was, I, I don't think I would have gotten the go, but yeah, it's not the full, it's not the correct term. It shouldn't have been, it shouldn't be counted. Sorry, Carmelo. You were super close, so I was impressed by that, Chris. 
Yeah, well, it was, that was that's the beauty of having a teammate too, because she didn't know, but she but she was able to ask the right questions that at least got there. And yeah, that's what and a good I told teammate him does. Another name for Ireland is Aaron. Yeah, so. and and so the, that's huge. And then the Victoria's Secret part was supposed to lead you to some kind of underwear, obviously. All right, so after the third round, sixty to forty I is our sorry. score. Oh, my other answer I wrote was patio furniture. <laughs> 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 uh, patty good old patty o furniture right. oh good old patty o furniture good old patty. all right after the third round 60 to 40 60 to 40 chris and carmella are in the lead going into the half point and the category for halftime is up in the air this midpoint comes to us from Scott Taranto. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. I'm going to name five airports for you. I need you to tell me what major city you'll find them in. First up is Hartsfield Jackson International. Second is McCarran International. Third is Ben Gurion International. Fourth is Daniel K. Enoye International. And fifth, John Paul II Balise International. We're locked in. Okay. Okay. I'm having a tough time with this one. I'm going to be yeah. very honest. Yeah. I mean, McCarran, that's not near you in North Carolina, is it? That's I have. Um, no, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte is just Charlotte International. Um, Raleigh is RDU, uh, Raleigh Durham. And Did you what, know any of the other ones? John Paul, John Paul, I was, uh, John Paul II of Belize. I would say that's Rome. I was thinking that, or, yeah, I had that or somewhere in Poland. I don't know why I had Poland stuck in my mind for that. Because um, he's a Polish Pope. Daniel K. Noye. South um, Africa. I Johannesburg. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think it's Cape Town. McCarran. Oh, I've heard of it. It's in my head somewhere. It's not in the New England area. I'm pretty sure of that. What about Hartfield Jackson? Did you have any ideas? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have not traveled uh, too much enough for this one. <laughs> I travel a lot, and I haven't been to any of these. Maybe McCarran. It's not Memphis. It's not Nashville. You said not Memphis? I, I, I don't know why I'm stuck that it's in that area. You know what I mean? I go with Memphis then. Yeah, does Memphis mm -hmm. kind of ring a bell or something? Yeah, I mean, just it's just it's pulling on something. I don't know what. Yeah. Okay, so we got Rome, Johannesburg, Memphis, Field Jackson. <laughs> I have the weirdest feeling Hartfield Jackson is going to be London <laughs> for some dumb reason. It's Heathrow. I thought they had two airports in London, though. That's the thing. That's real possible. I'm down with that because I don't think it's in the States. Hartfield Jackson. No. All right. Do we got all of them? We got all our bad guesses? What uh, What about the Ben? What is it? Ben Gurwin? I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, these two are awful. <sighs> I'm like the anchor of the group here. Just mm. laying us down. Um, no, you're fine, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm gonna have some what some little bit of fun, and we score eighty points before the end. Yeah. We're good. 
Trust me, you're going to do fine. <laughs> Carmela's going to be like, oh, yeah, I knew them all immediately. No, no. Uh, I've, I've been to a very select all. number of airports, and none of them were these. <laughs> like, I, the only thing that comes to my mind is something in Germany for that, for that one. So I had, like, Berlin or Munich. Okay. Let's go with Berlin. Okay, so, there you go. All right, locked in with London, Memphis, Berlin, Johannesburg, and Rome. Okay, thank you very much. Carmela and Chris. Okay. Hartsfield-Jackson International. We said Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, McCarran, uh, we kind of took a wild guess and said Dublin, Ireland. We're, we're doubling down on Ireland. There you go. Waka <laughs> uh, waka. Ben, you're... That, with, with that logic, wouldn't that be Scotland? It's McCarran! Oh, uh, that's true. Oh, well. Whatever. It's, it's not Scottish, <laughs> it's crap! All right. Uh, for Ben Urin, we said Jerusalem, Israel. It's, it's Ben Gurion. Is it Gurion? I, I thought it was Gurian. Ben. I thought it was Ben Urin. Well, I don't know. You were just in a bathroom. That's a different I'm, thing. I'm I'm going by how it's spelled. Right. It, it's possible it's pronounced urine, but I'm not calling it urine. Fair enough. You I, can call it urine. No, if you want I just to. think I remember hearing it on a on television broadcast and stuff like that. So, uh, but Ben Ur, uh, Ben Gurin or Ben Urin, uh, Jerusalem, uh, Daniel Koe. Uh, Daniel K. Inouye. Inouye, excuse me. Daniel K. Inouye. Hawaiian Yep. Uh, <laughs> Carmela nailed that. Honolulu. And then John Paul II, I knew, was uh, the Pope uh, from Poland. So we took a guess and said Warsaw. Uh, the answer, number one, Hartsfield Jackson International is one of the busiest in the world. It is Atlanta, Georgia. When you guys say you didn't fly through that, I'm like, that is bull crap. I guarantee <laughs> you've flown through that. Number two, McCarran International is one of the most well-known airports in the world because it is the major airport in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. I was just—I've never been to Vegas. Yes, I, I was just—you were there. just there, Todd. I uh, guarantee you. I will flew. be there for another few months. Yes, never been. Ben Gurion International is in Israel. It is Tel Aviv. Oh, oh Tel Aviv, God. Israel. Uh, Daniel K. Anoye is the uh, representative or senator from Hawaii, and the answer is Honolulu. Yay, I got one. <laughs> and John Paul II, Belize International, you figured out the clue, and Todd, you figured out the clue, too. He is the Polish Pope. Polish is Poland. And it Krakow. is Krakow, Poland. Dang Krakow. It. Yep. As soon as he hesitated, I'm like, nope, it's going to be Krakow. <laughs> yeah, we have one of, it, that was in there, Gosh. but it was just like, it, is that busy enough to have an international? And we weren't sure, so... There you go. So Chris and Carmela pick up eight points. Todd and uh, Rob pick up zero points, but giving up only eight. That's not so bad. No, that's pretty good, actually. All right. That is the end of the first half. And before we go on to the second half, I want to tell you that today's show is sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step -step recipes and pre-measured ingredients. So you can just cook eat, and enjoy. You know, there's something for everybody on HelloFresh's menu. I'm a classic guy. I like having a variety of things, but if you're more on the vegetable side of things, there is a veggie plan for you. There's also a family plan. If you have more than just a couple of people and you need more food, there's a family plan for you. One of my favorite days of the week is the day that the HelloFresh stuff gets delivered because I know that I'm not going to spend all night in the kitchen you know, the recipes, they're only going to take like 30 minutes to make, even for me. Now, I'm, I'm dumb in the kitchen, okay, guys? So I'm not, I'm not going to go fast in general. So 30 minutes is most people. For me, it might be 40. 
but I'm an idiot, so it's okay, right? 40 minutes is still not that big a deal. I get in there, I do what I have to do, I cook it, me and Sebastian eat it, we enjoy it, which is important, right? And it's done. I don't have to spend all night in the kitchen. And I'm cooking really cool stuff, it's exciting. I'm cooking like there's a Global Eats series, so there's some uh, dishes that are focused on authentic international dishes, right? So you're able to cook things like uh, like things with chimichurri sauce, or you know these things things that are outside of maybe some of our standard. These are the things that I eat, so you get to find new things that you absolutely love. It's incredible. Um, you know, there's lots of benefits to subscribing with HelloFresh. Obviously, getting delicious meals that are filling, by the way. These aren't small meals. Uh, In fact, you might have leftovers sometimes. But getting them delivered to your door every week for less than $10 a serving with free shipping is a great benefit, right? I think that's awesome. On top of that, though, I was playing around on HelloFresh's website today. Did you know that on the classic plan, you can choose which recipes are sent to you? Uh Huh? Here, they say it here, quote, our classic plan allows you to choose any combination of meals from the classic menu on a weekly basis in case you want to change what we've selected for you. So they know your tastes based on what you've told them, and they're going to send you naturally what they think you're going to want. But you can totally go in there and see what else has been prepared for that week and choose what you're going to get. That is a big deal You can know when you're going to try something new, and you know when you're going to get something that's absolutely perfect for you. So here's the deal. For $30 off of your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash TWA30 and enter the promo code TWA30 on that page. All right? So you can get $30 off of your first week of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash TWA30 to make sure that that you're telling them that that you want to check them out because you heard about them on our show and enter the promo code TWA30 in order to get your discount. All right, guys, let's get going with the second half of today's game. All right, round four, question one. Category is you've been owned. Orphaned as a toddler in South Korea, Kim Pegula made history recently when she was named team president of which NFL team that she became co-owner of in 2014? I will repeat. Orphaned as a toddler in South Korea, Kim Pegula made history recently when she was named the team president of which NFL team that she became co-owner of in 2014? You said this was recently, Jonathan? Uh, she became, she was named team president, uh, this year, I believe. So it was recent. That one. All right. We're locked in. Okay. Rob and Todd. Uh, I'm going over the map right now. Can we guess where the person was adopted? Huge Southeast Asian population in the Western part. San Francisco could be LA. Could be Seattle. Could be, mm, and then I was thinking of who who got named recently or which which NFL teams got new presidents, you know, who did like a, you know, corporate shakeup recently. LA's a good guess too. Not necessarily the the Chargers, but maybe the Rams, but part of me had my head go towards the New Jersey uh New Jersey, New York Jets. Any uh any reason why was it cuz big city, you know? Big, I just I listen to a lot of sports radio. I heard I heard it in like 
real brief passing. I know it's not the Panthers because the Panthers just got a brand new owner announced the other day. Did any of the teams fire their presidents recently? I know John Lynch is in as team president at the San Francisco 49ers because they're dealing with their BS with some um, assault scandal. Ever anything news with Giants, Bills? Uh, Bills were progressive. They had a first assistant female head coach. I got – I'm good with Rams at this point. She would have been there when they were in St. Louis then as a partial owner before they moved over. And probably and could be one of the reasons why she moved. They moved. So, yeah, yeah, that's I like that. Okay. LA Rams. Rams. All right, Chris and Carmela. We had so, yeah, we had uh, no context. We didn't, and so. um, so Chris, I've I've been up since about one thirty this morning, and I meant Rams with a recent move. I wrote down. Chargers. That's all right. Because <laughs> they had a recent move. Yeah, well, they had Los Angeles well. Chargers. But but I had I had meant to say Rams. Oh. But <laughs> we locked in with the Los Angeles Chargers. That's not going to hurt you. Okay. Yay. At least not in terms of them, because they didn't get it right either. <laughs> <laughs> you guys approached the question interestingly. I put in the year that she became co-owner, thinking that you guys would try and figure out which teams were sold in the last four years. Like uh, I would know that. Well, not you, but him. <laughs> yeah, I no, I started that thought process and everything like that. We just kind of shut it down. Okay, so. well, Kim became co-owner with her husband when um, they bought the team from Ralph Wilson. Oh, the answer is, is the, the Bills. Buffalo Bills. Wow, it was the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Wait, the Bills were sold in 2012? 2014. 2014. 2014. I mean, that still surprised. I thought it was just like last year. So no. I'm just even if I thought about it, I wouldn't have thought it because I thought it was just more recent than that. So Kim Pegula is the current president of the Buffalo Bills. Very cool. Uh, also the Buffalo Sabres, I believe. What's really? a saber? That's a sword. No, I know that, but what's a Buffalo Sabre? Oh, hockey it's a hockey team. team. Oh, okay. That surprises me. <laughs> that surprises me because... Usually, I own a Sabre. I know what the sword is. <laughs> that surprises me because usually the NFL is very like, look, you can't do anything in any other sport if you're with us. So that's interesting. Yeah, that, so that's true. Um, her and her husband are quite a power couple. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name, but um, the sports entertainment group that they own owns both of those teams. Those two um, beat out Donald Trump, who was also trying to buy the Buffalo Bills in 2014. At that time. Oh, yep. Thanks, Buffalo. let him own it. And, and uh, John Bon Jovi, if I remember correctly. Yes, they beat out John Bon Jovi as well. Yeah. All right. So question two in round four. The category is let's eat. Nom, 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 Actually, that would be great. Like something crunchy just so I can wake mm. up. <laughs> White pizza I'm getting uh, a little I bit. can give you some celery, but you'll have to eat it off mic. All right. Here we go. What is the name for the very small sponge cake from France that have a feminine sounding name and resemble seashells as a result of the special baking pan used to make them? Just trust me. Sure, I can't read your handwriting with a lick, but sure. <laughs> We're locked in. I had something else, but. All right, Robin Todd. Is it like ladyfingers? <laughs> He's like, like, I got no clue. Todd's like, look, does it have an engine in it? Okay, if it doesn't have an engine, I'm not going to give it to you, all right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had macaroon, like, written down. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not... Now, macaroon not. is, for the French, is the is the kind of like the sandwich one. Macaroon. Let's go ladyfinger. Hope for the best. Because <laughs> yep, I got yep, nothing yep. else. 
Yep. All right. I can, see the, I can see the pan. I can see the shape. I can see the whole thing. And then I'm like, Dah. All right. Ladyfinger. Ladyfingers. Carmela and Chris. So Carmela wrote something in Jonathan's handwriting style, and I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> the smartest people have the worst handwriting. That's true. It's true. I do have pretty bad handwriting. I mean, I, I clean it up when I'm usually with other people. But again, but up since 1.30. Uh, we said Madeline's. Correct oh. answer is Madeline's. <laughs> and Rob is upset. He's what you call a little frustrated. Ladyfingers are kind of, uh, I think they're biscotti. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know exactly that. what they are. But the Madelines, they're they're in these shelled shaped tins they're that you cook mm-hmm. them in, and they're, like they're little, not cookies. They're, they're little, little sponge cakes. cakes. Yeah, they just look like cookies. Round four, question three. Your category is. I gotta find Bubba. <laughs> is that English? It was. Yes, this question yes, yes. comes to us from Will Lance. Thanks, Thanks Will. Will. This is a fill in the blank question. I'm going to give you a quote from the movie Forrest Gump. All you have to do is fill in the blank. My given name is blank. People call me Bubba. Just like one of them old redneck boys. Can you believe that? (laughs) To which Forrest responds, My name is Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. Are we giving? You're giving whatever fills in that blank. It has to be exact. Shrimp F2 Fay. Boiled shrimp. Broil shrimp. Shrimp on a stick. <laughs> Sauteed. I, I love the way they do that scene because they they switch from place to place, <laughs> like cleaning the guns, scrubbing the floor with the toothbrush, and he just walking keeps going. It's great. All right. We are We're locked in. in with a god off. Oh no. Yeah. Man. It's, it's I've heard it. I know I don't know it though. That's the problem. Come on, Todd. You know you got it. I think it's Buford Blue. Does that sound familiar? Sounds good to me. Yeah. So Buford Blue. Lock in with that. All right. Chris and Carmela. I'm pretty sure he gives three names. Buford was one. I remembered that one, but I could not remember Blue to save my life. I almost want to say it's like Buford Beauregard Blue now that you said that. Um, but we wrote Buford McMaple Bacon. <laughs> The last oh, time McMaple bacon might McMaple <laughs> bacon might be set in this uh in this illustrious studio. So we no anyway. Oh, it's real real sentimental about this I am being a little sad. Recording here, I'm a little sad. It's just a place, dude. It's Home is in your heart. It's more than that. <laughs> I man, Todd, you were super close, dude. But it was three names. My given name is Benjamin Buford Blue. Benjamin Ah. Buford Blue. But people call me Bubba. I thought people were getting credit for this one. Doggone. It was in there. It just, like I said, it's something I, uh, it's something that I remember, but I don't know it. And hopefully that makes sense. Todd and Rob, I'm going to need y'all to get off the schneid, man. At the end of the fourth round it is 78 to 40 78 to 40 right. chris and carmella are in the lead one more answer and they're doubled up it's not that bad it's not that bad all right here we go you still you got a chance here uh round so you're saying we have a chance round five question one the category is he did what <laughs> boston bruins left wing brad marchand or marchand perhaps took his role as an antagonist to a new level this NHL postseason 
getting reprimanded by the league for doing what to members of the opposing team on two different occasions? Ty, can I go thunder and lock in? Yeah, yeah, do it. Thunder and lock in. All right. I was going to say, he is uh, he is from the Boston area. He's probably a Bruins fan. Scott. Scott, tell me the answer. I think he bit him. Oh, so he's like that guy from... Uh, yeah, he, he's from that boxing match. He's no, no, like no, Tyson. No. no, I was thinking of the... Oh, the soccer guy. The soccer guy from the last World Cup. Unless you have a better answer, I think he bit him. Sure. All right. He bit him, locked in. All right. This was front page Yahoo News, by the oh. way. This was big time. Rob, you locked in fast. You definitely shouldn't blow in someone's ear like um, it happened with the Pacers and LeBron James. Shouldn't bite them like in the World Cup. But you should never, ever lick your opponent. The correct answer is that he licked them. Right up to him. job, Rob. We're up. <laughs> How very... Like, you're not supposed to lick look, a lamppost in winter? Look, the coach, <laughs> the coach said, let's go out and lick them. <laughs> yeah, that's... So the, the, the NHL's like, hey, we're tired yeah. of your crap. Don't do that again. I remember seeing the article now. I Just, thought it was super clever. Yeah. You know you're getting in people's heads when you're doing that. Hey, man, did that guy just lick you? <laughs> it's, like, gr- egregious, too. It's not like... It's, yeah. it's You can't lick somebody subtly, you know? You're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go in all in all time. I was going to say, That's you're right. just not doing it right, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> here comes the ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> Carmela's like, I'm not going to sit quite so close to Chris anymore. Uh, <laughs> She's like, lips. I don't need these mm-hmm. subtle licks over here, buddy. You stay away from me. I'm not like this from now on. I'm not married to her. No, round my legs. Oh, Oh, that's oh TMI, dude. Yeah, for real. (laughs) You already confused me with Angie once today. Exactly. Oh, (laughs) oddly enough, the category for question two is that escalated quickly. (laughs) 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 I'm not even kidding. That's amazing. All right, this question comes to us from Talina Sinclair. Thank you. Thank you very much. The Petticoat Affair was a scandal that resulted in the resignation of all but one cabinet member under what U.S. president and facilitated Martin Van Buren's eventual rise to the presidency? All right, we're locked in. All right, guys. So we're going, we're going pre-1900. Uh, Thank you, Van Buren's rise to the presidency. Petticoat Junction. This wasn't the scandal. They were all taking bribes, was it? Yeah, there was. Van Buren was in the 1800th range. Yeah, but later, I thought. Um, was it was it Lincoln person Van Buren? Because wasn't the person, and I of course, I'm blanking on the name, and it's trivial lore, get <laughs> impeached, and then Van Buren came in? That's what I thought. Um, why am I thinking with an M? Why, why am I thinking? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just I'm I'm completely hundred percent blanking on his name, and I read it. I did a category on vice presidents. I was like, why is this person so short in vice presidents? It's not Monroe, right? James Monroe. All these Lincoln history books are looking at me like, oh, scorn on you. For scorn. Oh, Jesus. I thought that was Chris's job. You totally <laughs> set her up for that one. That I was know. like a slow pitch softball, dude. 
Four scorn and seven insults, insults ago. ago. I was going to the same place. Uh, I'll go with whatever you guess you have right now. I, I, and mine's Monroe, so. All right, we'll go with Monroe. <laughs> All right. So Martin Van Buren, known for his meaty, meaty sideburns. Was- uh, yes, he had awesome <laughs> sideburns. And also being the first born American president. Also, no, they were all born. <laughs> born American. President born in the United States. Oh. He was the eighth president. So we oh, are assuming oh, yeah. that this is the seventh president, and we said Andrew Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, it is Andrew Jackson, yes. You go wow. from Madison to Monroe to Quincy Adams to Jackson to Van Buren. You guys were close. You were only two presidents away. And CNN did it. If you like presidential documentaries and stuff like that, which I do, they did a fantastic job with the Quincy Adams Jackson debate and how brutal of a campaign that was. If you get a chance to take oh, a look at it, it was yeah. it was a wonderful, wonderful TV show. All right, we're going to wrap up round five with a question in the category of from here to there. I'd mm. rather have here. This is a before and after question. There's going to be two pieces of information given. You're going to combine them. To give me an answer. Do you understand? Yes. Yep. yes. Okay. What is the stage name of Steveland Hardaway Judkins, a talented musician who is rumored to have shouted which catchphrase used by Jaina and Zan on a Saturday morning cartoon? It just got serious. Chris took his headphones off. That's when you know it's getting his thought on. You, you are asking for the catchphrase, right? I'm asking for both pieces of information. You are combining two answers into one. There's two questions in the question. Say the question again. What is the stage name of Steveland Hardaway Judkins, a talented musician who is rumored to have shouted which catchphrase used by Jaina and Zan on a Saturday morning cartoon? We're locked in. All right. Todd and Rob. All right, let's attack this one at a time. The first one, uh, what's the name of the person again, Steveland? Steveland Hardaway Judkins. Stephen Hardaway Juggins. Judkins. Judkins. Not Juggins. Juggins. <laughs> that's Judkins. a whole different stage name. <laughs> that's that's married with children. <laughs> I do the I used to do these all the time for my trivia. Uh, they're hard to write, let me tell you. They they are, but they're really fun too. They're really, really fun to do. Did you have any clue on the cartoon it was? Well then two names of the characters? Gina and Zan. Zan. I didn't know your sister had a TV show. I know, right? Gina Actually, and Zan. Zan was the male character, as a matter of fact. Shut up. I, he can't <laughs> even help himself, can he? Yeah. <laughs> you gave him a clue. Man. Oh. Going through all the old cartoons. ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah, I'm thinking like Johnny Quest. Like, I don't even, none of those old shows I watched. If it was earlier than that, Gina and Zan. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, breathe, Rob. Two characters, one's a boy, one's a girl. They're siblings, they're twins. They're the Wonder Twins, Stevie Wonder Twins. Wow. Wow. So wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you the whole question again. What is the stage name of Steveland Hardaway Judkins, a talented musician 
who is rumored to have shouted which catchphrase oh, used by uh, Jane Stevie, and Sam on a Saturday morning cartoon. Isn't it Stevie Wonder Twin Powers Activate? I like it. <laughs> yeah. Locked in. Yes. Thank you, Jonathan. Sorry. All right. Couldn't just help him out with that, did you know? I know more than you did. <laughs> no, I know more than you did. Disagreeing, but he locked in his answer, and then no, no, no. I I told him wait, wait, wait before I lock. I wanted to make no, sure he, he didn't get. In. I wanted to make sure he didn't get overexcited about figuring something mm. out. Yeah, and I got still Chris, miss don't it. be a jerk. Oh, okay. I was excited really? For him. <laughs> wow. So, all right, uh, anyway. Chris and Carmilla. Yeah, Stevie Wonder Twin Powers activate. The correct answer is Stevie Wonder Twin Powers Activate. Good yeah, job. Let me just reach wow. down here. I God. love that moment. I'm you telling you right now. That was now, a great pull. Rob's sitting here like, oh. So the episode <laughs> title is Rob Gasp. <laughs> Dude, you had, a, you had a moment there. I'm not even kidding. You got so excited. Like the last time I was on here with the Mariah Carey song. <laughs> that was great. At the end of the fifth round, Rob and Todd have 60. Uh, Carmela and Chris have 98. It is 98 to 60. And we're going into round six. Your category is question one. All's fair in love and advertising. Hmm. Advertising. In 1930. What jewelry company launched an advertising campaign advising that men should pay a month's salary for a good ring? This was up to two months' salary in the 1980s in a marketing campaign by the same company. All right, we're locked in. All right, Rob and Todd. I remember seeing something about this on Adam's Ruins Everything. Well, and- we're talking, I think we're talking about... And it was Adams Ruins Weddings because why the white dress was done because Victoria in this company was the reason why engagement rings went so high in the air for costs. I don't think necessarily a small – it wasn't a small jeweler's company, was it? The le- the letter G stands out to me big time for some reason, but – G. Whose diamonds are forever? Is that K's or is that Jared? That yeah. Jared because every kiss begins with K. Yeah. Wouldn't be Tiffany's, would it? They have diamonds. T- oh, Tiffany's. I like Tiffany's. We can go Tiffany's. I mean, that's... There's Hanush. No, I don't think it's Hanush Jewelers. Tiffany's is good. I'm going with Tiffany's. Yeah. Uh, for lack of a better answer, I yeah. guess Tiffany's. Lock it in. Tiffany's. I'm going to recommend a book. It's called Stoned um, by Aja Raiden. It's about different famous pieces of jewelry. And there is a section of the book where she talks about diamonds and how they kind of rose in the early 20th century, even though they're not, as far as gem-wise, they're not particularly special. Diamonds aren't. But we said Zales. Okay. Fun fact. Diamonds have not been classified as a rare stone since the 1870s. Yeah, that's what I mean. Before the first one of these campaigns in 1930, only 10% of engagement rings were diamond. Interesting. And yes, uh, this question came to me from Adam Ruins Everything, which I saw this episode like a year ago and wrote it down. So you should read this book. You're on the right track. Mm -hmm. The correct answer is something that 
uh, George Went might have liked because it's De Beers. Oh, De Beers. Oh, De Beers, De Beers yeah. is the jewelry that company. That was the I was jewelry company That's I didn't think about. It wasn't D. It was. It was not G. It was D. Yeah. Mm. Yep. We're uh, round six. Question two. Category is the enemy of my enemy is my friend. This question comes to us from Liz Weeks. Thanks, Liz. Appreciate it. This is going to be hard for me to pronounce. Haudenosaunee is the common self-designation for a historically powerful Northeast Native American confederacy, originally consisting of the Mohawk, the Onondaga, the Oneida, the Cayuga, Seneca, and Tuscarora peoples. What is the more well-known name for this confederacy, alluding to the common linguistic roots shared between these nations? We're locked in. No, I didn't suffer much. Northeastern Mohawk. I used to live in Amsterdam, New York, along the Mohawk River. Used to go to a lot of the places around there. I had Mohawk, Seneca. And if I remember correctly, they all fell under the Iroquois tribe, the Iroquois group. So pretty sure it's not Algonquin. <laughs> pretty sure it's not. So I'm not going to talk myself out of it. So I'm going to go. You you comfortable with Iroquois? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iroquois locked in. All right, Carmela and Chris. We say the Iroquois Nation. The correct answer is the Iroquois. Uh, oh, six nations. Job. They they also call themselves the Six Nations, but Iroquois <laughs> is the more commonly known. Mm-hmm. Right. Good job. That was one that I thought was going to be harder, and you guys nailed that one. Well done. Okay. Well, I didn't know we had a ringer who lived there. <laughs> <laughs> I have lived like up and down these entire East Coast. So your final category in round six is G O. Wait for it. Graphy. I was going to go ology. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This question comes to us from Jason Loggenfelder. Thank, Thank you, Jason. Jason. Thank you. Flowing westward through the Wright Valley from Lake Brownworth, the Onyx River is the longest river on what continent? I'll repeat it and I'll help spell a couple of words. Flowing westward through the Wright Valley. The Wright Valley is W. R-I-G-H-T. From Lake Brownworth, the Onyx River is the longest river on what continent? We're locked in. All right, Rob and Todd. It flows west. Now flows north. That's Africa's longest. That's gone. Amazon, east. That's also the longest. That's gone. Was it the Tangzi or you or Yellow over in Asia? That one's gone. So it's either going to be Europe, Australia, Antarctica, and I don't think it's it's America because I think it's the Missouri, Mississippi. Yeah. But the word right, W-R-I-G-H-T, I'd stay away from Europe. I don't think it's Europe. My my Australia was what I had. Yeah. And I know, and no, for no logical purpose, you know, other than it didn't sound right for the other countries. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go with Australia. Go ahead and lock it in. Lock in with Australia. All right, Chris and Carmella. For all the same reasons that Rob said, we said Australia. Correct answer is Antarctica. Ah, What's an Antarctica? I <laughs> you God help me. Antarctica. Uh, Antar- Antarctica. Say that three oh, times. God. Is it an under ice river? Uh, no, it's, it's above ground, but it's only 20 miles long. 
Oh. Mm. Yes. Oh. 20 miles long. There was, I had, there was a part of me that wanted to go really weird, but I was like, eh, no, nah, I don't want to be, make a fool out of myself. I don't All know. Right. Let's find out really quick what the longest river in Australia is. I want to know. I'm interested to find out if it's a river we've heard of. Because the key to the question was, how can this be the longest river in a continent if I've never heard of it? Which yeah. leads you to, Austra- uh, the to name, Antarctica. The name of the river is St. Dundee of the Bushland. <laughs> The longest river in Australia is the Murray River, and it is 1,558 miles long. Murray. Yep. All right. So nobody got that one. So. How, how ironic is it that, you know, it's called the Onyx River in a place that is mostly snow and ice? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into the final question, the gauntlet. The score is 108 for Chris and Carmella. To 70 for Todd and Rob. You guys did a great job in the second half. Yeah. 108 to 70. Uh, specifically in the last two rounds. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Your gauntlet category is... Oh, the humanities. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Our wager is locked in. All right. Rob and Todd. Our wager is locked in. Question one. What band released the album God Shuffled His Feet in the 1990s? The album cover featured a version of Titian's painting of Bacchus and Ariadne with the band members' faces superimposed. Did you give a year? I said in the 1990s. And I'll, I'll narrow that down to for you to say before 95, so the early 90s. We're locked in. Locked in. Uh, question two. Season five of The West Wing features an episode titled The Dogs of War. This name is taken from the longer Cry Havoc and Let Slip the Dogs of War, found in what Shakespearean play? You had me so excited, and then you went Shakespearean on my behind. That's where Aaron Sorkin... Oh, that wasn't Sorkin. No, it wasn't Sorkin. Five. It was John Wells. That's where they got the quote. Plus, your category is humanities. That's a fair point. We're locked in. All right. We're locked in. Uh, All right. Question three. What 16th and 17th century philosopher and former Lord Chancellor of England has been called by some the father of empiricism and by others the father of a scientific method? What 16th and 17th century philosopher and former Lord Chancellor of England has been called by some the father of empiricism and by others the father of the scientific method. We're locked in. Yeah. Locked in. We're going to run through them again. This time I want you to give me your answers. Question one. What band released the album God Shuffled His Feet in the 1990s? The cover featured a version of Titian's painting of Bacchus and Ariadne with the band members' faces superimposed. Chris and Carmela. I was pretty we sure it was, know. yeah, I was, but I was pr- I th- pretty sure it was heavy metal. Um, and after talk about it with Carmel a little bit, we discussed Pantera, but we dismissed that pretty quickly because we thought that was later nineties and we ended up going with Iron Maiden. All right, Rob and Todd, what did you say? We tried Queen. Queen versus Iron Maiden. All right. Question two. This was a question about Cry Havoc and Let Slip the Dogs of War founded what Shakespearean play? Chris and Carmela. We said Macbeth. Macbeth, Todd, and Rob. Same thing, Macbeth. And question three. I'm asking for the former Lord Chancellor of England, who has been 
called by some the father of empiricism and by others the father of the scientific method. Chris and Carmela. Uh, we kind of went back and forth a little bit on this. Chancellor portion of it, I was thinking Oliver Cromwell. Carmela kind of corrected me on that pretty quickly. Um, and then she came well, I just up- don't remember him as a philosopher, yeah. that's all. No, I, and I completely agree <laughs> with you, yeah. But uh, then she wrote down Alexander Pope, and uh, I really liked that answer because, as she said, he was friends with Isaac Newton, and it just kind of made sense. Okay. And, oh, oh my. Rob is upset. Rob and Todd, what did you say? Because he's remembering the Da Vinci Code thing. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. Oh, I said Isaac Newton, but I know they're right with Pope. All right, so you went with Isaac Newton. Yeah, but I know they're right with Pope. Here lies a Pope and wait. That's the Pope. Okay, well, here we go. The uh, band that released the album, God Shuffled His Feet. It was famous. It was had a it had a big hit with the song mm, 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 mm. Crash Test crash Dummies. The Crash oh Test my Dummies. Gosh. Ow. Well, we all once there was a kid. Oh, I was yeah. completely wrong. It was Canadian, eh? God shuffled his feet was the Crash Test Dummies. Yes. Weird Weird Al took the took yes. for a ride, didn't he? Yes. So it, it was a big enough song for Weird Al to cover it too. It's it's not obscure at all. Uh, question number two, Cry Havoc and Let Slip the Dogs of War was a quote by Mark Anthony in the play oh, Julius, Julius Caesar. Caesar. Uh, it was after Caesar died and yep. he was imagining. Yep. Uh, yep, now I remember. Yep. And lastly, the philosopher and former Lord Chancellor of England. Uh, a couple of things about this before I give you the answer. Cromwell was the Lord Protector. Okay. Yep, mm. so that's the difference in those titles. Yep, gotcha. And the other thing is, in case for you trivia players out there, there is no totally right answer to who is the father of empiricism or who is the father of scientific method. That's why I wrote it the way I did that said some people say and others say and gave more information because there are multiple people who have said multiple other people for these answers. But this could only be answered by one person, and that person was Francis Bacon. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Francis Bacon. I did not know he had the other titles. Interesting. Is the Lord Chancellor and Philosopher from the 16th and 17th century. So, nobody got any of my gauntlet <laughs> questions right. right. You <laughs> saved the three hardest for I, last. I might have overstretched a bit. <laughs> so, I I thought the first one was a little obscure, but not too obscure. The second one I didn't think was obscure at all. Uh, it's about thir- as obscure as Antarctica. <laughs> I, I thought the third, I thought Francis Bacon was the hardest one there, but I apparently misjudged. Uh, so it's going to come down to wagers. Chris and Carmella. And actually, there's probably no good way to do this. Chris and mm. Carmella, what did you wager? Uh, we kind of figured your gauntlet was going to be really hard. So we said zero. <laughs> we bet all of it. And by all of it, I mean none of it. None of it. And Robin Todd, what did you wager? We bet 69 points. <laughs> of course you did. And now it's creepy. 69, dude. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're mixing our movies now. Yes. (laughs) All right, with a final score of 108 to 1, Chris and Carmella are our winners. Good job, guys. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well performed. Don't leave me hanging. That was not an easy game. It wasn't a terribly hard game, but it wasn't easy. No, actually, those scores were pretty good going into the final. You guys did a great job. Thank you so much. Yeah, Rob, Rob carried me through that one. <laughs> Todd and Rob, do you have a minute to stick around while we read a couple of reviews? Yeah, sure, sure. All right, let me pull these bad boys up here. Uh, this is going to be an unusual 
coincidence. But we're oh, going to yeah. start with I a. Thought, re- I thought so. <laughs> we're going to start with a review by Sherry one two one eight seven nine. Uh, Sherry says, "I've been listening to this podcast and thoroughly enjoy it for the last several months." Somehow, without writing a review to express my love for the knowledge and banter, which are balanced out nicely, I typically listen while I'm at work with earbuds in and my coworkers and cubicles around me. It does get slightly embarrassing when I burst out in laughter loudly or yell out an answer, which seems random to my coworkers. Nevertheless, I'd embarrass myself daily if I had to to listen to this podcast. Side note, I love the Facebook group and all the warheads I interact with there as well. Keep up the good work and fun. Hashtag Team Carmella and hashtag Team Ben a close second. Yay! I love that. I love it when people are doing it at work. That's great. Yeah, that, that always makes me smile because I do the same thing. Yeah, that's right? where I listen. <laughs> the next review comes to us from uh, somebody named Trivia with RJ. Uh, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> December 11th, 2017 says, simply the best trivia podcast around. Great chemistry, amazing people, fun and challenging questions. What's even better than the podcast is the amazing community that comes with it. Hashtag Team TWA. Oh, he's right there. Look at I him. I know. Rob <laughs> is trivia with RJ. That's the, that is just a super coincidence. So Rob, is I was any- asking, like, oh, don't, please don't be in December yet. <laughs> is there anything that you'd like to amend to your review or do you want to let it stand <laughs> as is that was a paid advertisement <laughs> i'm just kidding no we're good he's still team twa <laughs> all right and the last review today is by rob w from mini simply the best trivia podcast out there this podcast is the best out there because of its personality the main hosts are all amazing and have fostered a welcoming community that is second to none every episode brings me joy and most often, this is not because I knew some esoteric or random trivia question, but because I burst out laughing over some terrible joke from Ben, or maybe some terrible pronunciation from Chris, or some clever wit from Carmela, or it could be Jonathan's attempts at singing. Uh, I am. I love how he was negative towards the three of us, but positive towards Carmela. You notice that? At least someone compliments me. Uh-huh. While insulting the rest of us, yes. I believe you get a fair amount of compliments. It uh, was a joke, Ms. Christopher. I'm <laughs> so happy to have found this gem of a podcast, and I'm proud to be a member of the TWA. Hashtag Team Ben. Hashtag Team Carmella. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you very much. And, and thank you, uh, other Rob, that's right in mm. front of us. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, many reviews did Rob. you write, Rob? We did not thank Rob. So, Oh, he's going to. You know thank- what we should have done? We should have nerfed your game. Uh, <laughs> see? Yeah, I see that. I started out pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys were, you guys had hope. We yeah, had so much yeah hope. it's gonna run a little bit. All of a sudden, twenty percent grade uphill. What the hell? <laughs> all right, now it's time to do our promotions in the Trivial Warfare Army. First up, we have a new lieutenant. It is Matthew Marcus. Welcome, Matthew, and thank you. We have a new captain, Abby Strom. Abby, welcome to the group, and thank you so much. That's awesome. Alex Baez has joined us as a new lieutenant. Alex, I loved getting to play trivia with you in Boston when I was up there earlier this year. You are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, We have Cole Leak, who has joined us as a lieutenant colonel. I salute you, Mr. Leak. Thank you so much. Not to be outdone, Tim Edwards has joined us as a full bird colonel. Tim. My hat is off to you, my friend. Thank you so much. That is, that is, I mean, 
That's a real commitment. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Tom Casterly has joined us as a lieutenant colonel. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. I know that you guys are traveling in town in a couple of weeks, and I look forward to playing with you. Uh, Mike Billy has joined us as a new private. Welcome, Mike, and thank you. Karen Hampton is a new captain. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. Andy Barry is a new lieutenant. Andy, I hope you enjoy all the content you now have access to through the Patreon feed. Jeffrey Luke has joined us as a new lieutenant colonel. Wow, Jeffrey, thank you so much. That's amazing. Uh, we are joined by a new captain, Professor Esquire. I feel like I should do that with a British accent, but my British accent is terrible, so I'm going to avoid it. But thank you, Professor Esquire. Christy Karras has joined us as a new captain. Christy, welcome and thank you so much. I know you've been listening for a while, and it's also it's always awesome to me when somebody's been listening for a while and then they decide to support because it means that they're really feeling like they're getting something out of it. And I just think that's awesome. Thank you. We also have a new sergeant this week. Helen Belcher is a new sergeant. Thank you, Helen. Helen, I believe you're up there in the Louisville crew. We love our Louisville people. And the last but not least, Andy Steinbrenner just this morning has joined us as a new captain. Thank you, Andy. Y'all, this was a super big month. We're four people away from triggering the last increase to the giveaway amounts. And um, I I do want to say I'm, I'm overwhelmed and blessed. And I just want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of you who are supporting the show. Um, I'm sitting in the room that's going to become our studio. We just recorded in here yesterday, and I don't have the soundproofing up yet. Uh, we're kind of on some tables, and everything's kind of haphazard right now. But I can see it in my mind's eye. I can see what it's going to be. Uh, you probably hear a little bit of an echo if you if you have an ear for it uh, in my voice right now. Uh, that's going to be gone. I know what I'm going to do with the soundproofing. I know what I'm going to do with the equipment. Uh, and my goal, what I'm working towards is to set up a camera and some lights in here and have some backdrops and a few other things so that, um, we can produce uh, small videos of some of the best moments on the show. Some of the moments that are really like defining moments, things that crack people up or, or, or just things that stand out as big moments on the show. I want to take those and I want to make, I want to have those on video and I want to be able to share the show and, and market the show and, and show it to people in a video format to get them interested in the audio. And your support is the only reason that I'm considering any of this. It's the only reason that I was able to spend the money that I am to buy a house that has an extra room that I can do this with. And so I just, because there's a lot of names sometimes I go through quickly, but I, I want you guys to know that I never, ever take you for granted. Um, the support that you provide the show, the love that you guys share with us, um, it's amazing. And you are truly appreciated. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Before we go, uh, I'd like to give everybody a chance to do shout outs or to uh, share causes that they care about. So, Todd, we will start with you. Oh, I don't have too many. I just want to say thanks uh, to you guys. I really love the the work you guys do. It's neat being on the show and seeing what you guys put into making it sound so good. That's what I like the most about it. 
since you know I work on ships, my darn hearing is going bad, and other things I listen to, the volume changes so much. And on here, it's so clear, and I really enjoy listening to in the car. And then I got to do a shout out to my wife. Um, she um, she signed me up for this and made it my Christmas gift, and I teased her relentlessly about how it came out in her name and uh, <laughs> uh, and I th- I'll, I'll apologize to her for all the teasing but she's great she got me into trivia a little bit her family loves playing games and everything and it's been a good thing for the both of us uh, thank you guys and thanks for having me on absolutely we, shout out shout out here. to all of the spouses who roped mm-hmm. their significant others <laughs> into the show I love that but we appreciate you being on Todd thank you thank you thank you so much and Rob, your turn, my friend. All right. Uh, first, I want to shout out to all my teams that come out and see me trivia with RJ. I'm going to try and name some of them: Crap Hammer, No Regrets, uh, Quiz My Pants. There's a group. There's a group that go by many different names now, but I prefer to them as Starlight like Glitter Hooter. They know who they are. And there's uh, a couple warheads that in the uh, Wilmington area that play at my uh, Bill's Front Porch game on MOTM. So I want to shout them out. Thanks for coming out and supporting me. Awesome. There's another. There's a British gentleman in Wilmington that. that I can't remember his name. Oh, no. 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 Big, and then for causes, I myself, we've, we've a lot of talk about mental health on here. I myself am a person who deals with mental health. I was at a higher end in the Trivial Warfare Army. I lowered myself because I decided to take better care of my mental health. I am a big proponent of take care of yourself because I think all people in Trivial Warfare Army are awesome people. I know I've been dealing with some things as of late, and Trivial Warfare Army itself has been really helpful in helping me out. And I, if anyone's having issues, I recommend using something like Talkspace, even if you can't afford it. There's a there's a low, really low end thing. I have a wonderful person, Elizabeth, who's helped me out at Talkspace. It's very helpful. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. In yeah, you ever need a friend to talk to? Talk to me. I'm on there. I'm I'm chatting all the time. But just yeah. That's my biggest thing. And my, lastly, a big thank you to my beautiful wife, Kayla, who is my inspiration and my support and everything in this. So, Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Uh, that was very heartfelt. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for sharing. Sure. Absolutely. And that is going to wrap us up. So for Rob and Todd, for Carmela, for Chris, and for this apartment, which has been our home <laughs> for the last three plus years. Bye, old apartment. This has been another episode of Trivial Warfare, where it's not just trivia. It's war. Bye, guys. Broke into the old apartment. (laughs) Wow. Thank you for listening to Trivial Warfare. To learn more about the show and become a warhead yourself, visit TrivialWarfare.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or in any other good podcast app. And find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Trivial Warfare. Warm It Up was written and performed by Matthew Stevens. This episode was edited and produced by me, Joel Sharpton. If you need help with your podcast, find it at propodcastingservices.com. Real quick, guys, if you hear a humming in the background, it's a car horn that's stuck outside my house on someone's car. We don't, but that's lovely. I'm sure you appreciate that. Oh, that's knowing hell out of me. <laughs> That's what Jonathan's moving to get away from the dog next door. Yes, that is the sole reason he's leaving. <laughs> Don't forget the lady who vacuums her kitchen. <laughs>